Welcome to the Building Code. Zach Watovich here. I'm Charlie Burtwistle. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Long time no see. I know. It feels like just yesterday. <laughs> Maybe about 10 hours ago, we were back in the studio. Uh, a morning recording today, which is rare for us. So we yeah, we coffee. seem a little groggy. Or if you're on the YouTube stream and I'm drinking extra coffee, that is... A, I love coffee. But B, we were just talking about that's like my favorite thing. B, a little tired. A little tired. And great plug for the YouTube stream. I'm not sure a lot of people are aware that we post all of these on YouTube as well, too. Uh, if you want so to see what Charlie looks like, <laughs> to match that sultry voice. Check it out. Zach, tell us, uh, tell the listeners who we got in the studio today. Yeah, we've got Taylor Ross, who's our director of customer support here at Builder Trend. We actually know each other pretty well, so we're going to have to... Uh, you know, dive deep into that. Taylor is in the <laughs> studio with us, as you can see, which we love having guests in person. It's just a little different dynamic. Taylor, welcome to The Building Code. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Yeah? Yep. First time on the podcast. First time on the podcast. First time on any podcast. Any podcast. How's it sitting? Um, Pretty good. Not as nervous as I thought I'd be. Nah, nothing to be nervous about. <laughs> yeah. you guys it's are just Charlie and I. Just <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. Yeah. Just uh, Charlie. What a condescending thing to say. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. Uh, so I'm for our listeners out there, tell them a little bit about uh, yourself, your time here at Builder Trend, and the uh, customer success team that you work with. Yeah. So I started at Builder Trend about five and a half years ago. Um, started out as a customer success manager, so handling trainings, phone calls, online chat. Um, moved into a technical support role shortly after that where I diagnosed bugs, worked on QuickBooks calls, um, and then moved into a senior manager role where I managed several different roles in customer success um, and then moved into managing our customer support team about two years ago. Um, and I'll talk more about them today, obviously. But then uh, just at the start of this year, moved into director of customer support where I can focus more on strategy and operations for our team. Yeah, Taylor's done a lot for us here at Builder Trend. Um, tons of respect for her on the floor. So it's super exciting to have you on the podcast to talk about our Inside Builder Trend episode where we want to kind of get into customer feedback and how that shapes uh, the way we do things and strategy of support and the things that we're kind of working towards. Yeah, when we talk about, um, we've talked about the Mount Rushmore of Builder Trend a I few know. times. I feel like we'd have to put Taylor up oh. there. And when, and when we said that, we said it was Marge, and yep. her and Marge are best friends. So oh, This is true. You know, I think it has to. <laughs> I think it checks out. So tell us a little bit more about um, your current role and the current team that you kind of oversee customer support. Yes, so customer support is focused on reactive supporting our customers. So that's incoming phone calls, chats, emails. Um, even overflow questions that if customers are reaching out to their builder trend coach uh, and they're filled up with trainings for the day, they can send those emails or calls over to us so that we can get to them in a timely manner. Um, there are mostly one-off questions that we're handling throughout the day or if there's you know potential bugs or um, just questions that they're stuck on, that's primarily what our team does. Um, so we have a team of customer support, and then we also have some specialized positions such as quality control, who's helping out internally with our team on knowledge in the program, helping our team answer some questions. There's uh, quality assurance, who is monitoring our phone calls and our chats and emails. Uh, and really, those positions are just helping to make our team the best that they can be. That's amazing. I feel uh, like, uh, you know... Uh, as a whole, customer support is either the greatest thing in the entire world or the worst <laughs> thing in the entire world. Yeah. I've had very, very good experiences, very, very bad experiences. And I know at Builder Trend, customer support is something that we prioritize a ton and take a lot of pride in. 
I know we'll get into the numerous accolades you guys have won later on in the episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the one-off questions, helping people kind of get through their day without having to take the time of, you know, setting up a training three days from now, exactly. hour-long calls. Like, I need answers right now, and you guys are there for that. Yep, exactly. We're doing feedback questions, um, and honestly, our answer rate is right around 10 seconds for phone calls. Wow. So most of the time, depending on the time of the day, when customers call in, they're not having to wait long to get an answer from us. I'm just curious. I'm sure, not to put you on the spot, but you, you have an idea of how many calls we take a day, right? What, what Just some of the stats for our, our listeners to know the volume that we're handling. Yeah. On average, we probably take around 450 calls a day and anywhere between 500 to 600 chats and wow. emails a day. Yeah. So a ton of incoming traffic. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a really, really important job to make sure customers are getting the answers that they're looking for. I think by and large, they're widely celebrated as kind of one of the strengths of builder trend. When Taylor and I were on, on the CSM, we're like, we kind of did everything. Yeah. And so like, what has that growth been like for the support team? I mean, like when you guys started, what, how have your metrics changed or improved since, you know, when you first, when we kind of decoupled our yeah. CSM days to now actually having dedicated support. Yeah, I think like Zach said, when we were CSMs, we were answering phone calls in between trainings. We were responding to emails. We were scheduled for online chat. Um, and honestly, our answer rate was pretty low because so many people were on trainings or working on other things that like we couldn't get to the phone every single time. So I think by siloing the customer support team, it has tremendously helped our metrics. We have on average, probably about a 97% answer rate for phone calls. Wow. Um, we're getting to all the chats and emails quickly. We're usually handing, handling about four or more chats at a time um, wow. when our team is scheduled on there. So overall, it's been a way better experience for our customers. Uh, I also think it's helped with knowledge across the board with our team because they're handling so many questions a day. They're constantly learning themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a dartboard. You know, I, I've, <laughs> I've done some shifts on the CSS side and you, know, you get a call and it's just like, you have to contact switch constantly. It's like, um, you're on this part of the program. Now you're on this part of the program. And like, that's what they do all day. Right. Um, and, and having to do it immediately. And quickly. I mean, yeah. what's our average call limit or how long is that? The average call go? Average call is around seven and a half minutes. Yeah. So pretty quick. Mm -hmm. And it's like on to the next one. Yeah. We yeah. have some that are 30 seconds. We have some yeah. that could be up to an hour, which, you know, usually those are training, but sometimes if we're having to dive into a difficult issue or question, then we're going to put in the time needed to get the customer helped right away. Yeah. I mean, when someone emails me, if I respond by like <laughs> the end of the day, that's normally pretty good for me. <laughs> so if I was forced to, you know, turn around and answer in seven minutes, that's a lot of pressure. So that's, that's just a, a shout out to all of our friends at Inside Builder Channel. Like if you need support from Charlie, like maybe, yeah. uh, maybe go, maybe go through Taylor's. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about kind of this wide spectrum of things that you guys are handling, mm -hmm. calls, chats, emails, a wide spectrum of context that you're answering inside the program. Where would you say kind of like your favorite part of customer uh, support is um, where you really take a lot of pride in working? Honestly, the team. I take a lot of pride in the team. It's been um, very humbling joining this team a couple years ago just because, you know, it can sound cliche speaking to the family atmosphere of this team, but there's nothing that I've experienced like this team. They are, um, they're just like a family. They're there to help each other out. If they don't know the answer to something, one of them's gonna jump in and help out that person or the customer. Um, they're all in on helping each other hit their own goals uh, and just wanting everyone to be better and feel supported at all times. How many people do you guys have on the team now? 
We have about 30 people who are on taking calls and chats, and then we have almost 10 that are uh, in more of the leadership roles. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. I've grown yeah, a ton it's there. Grown. Yes. At one point, it was just like JD, right? Jason, just Jason, right? <laughs> I think it started out with about three or four of them. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, so it's, it's only, it's been the fastest growing part of customer success and kind of this wing is the support side. Yeah. Um, we have almost tripled in size over the past couple of years. I know um, last year around this time we were kind of drowning, to be honest, with, <laughs> just with, you know, COVID and customers being at home and having more time to really dig into Builder Trend and asking questions. And um, from a hiring standpoint, like we couldn't really hire that many during COVID. So we you know, did the best with what we had and the team failed and they did an awesome job. That's amazing. Let's talk a little bit about our customers and sort of the things that your team hears from them. You know what? I know there's a lot of reasons to call uh, support and we want it to be a great experience. So, you know, what are the things that we're hearing from our customers when they're calling in? Yeah, there's a couple different like main types of feedback that we get. One is feedback on our support team. Um, and that is, through phones and chat, primarily through chat. So for most of our customers, they know if you chat in, talk to one of our representatives at the end of that chat, you get a rating request and you can rate our support team on a five point scale. Um, and what a lot of customers don't know is that actually plays a part in their metrics and their bonuses. So they are really wanting to provide the best customer support possible. Um, it's always fun when we get emails or phone calls from customers with glowing reviews of someone on our team that whether it was a small issue or a larger issue that our team dug into, uh, just making their day or helping to improve their business. Um, but then we also get program feedback. And I think that that's a huge part of the customer support job. Uh, it's become a huge part. And that can be on new features that were released uh, and feedback on how they would want something to function or uh, it could be something that we don't have in the program yet. But regardless of if it's new features, if it's something we don't have, we are documenting every single piece of feedback that we get. Uh, and then it's up to the customer experience team to read through all that and work with product to figure out what we're going to work on moving forward. Yeah, and that has to be gold for them, information, because obviously someone's reaching out to support is either because they don't know how to do something or they can't do something. Exactly. Um, which is, yeah, that we've talked about, we've talked with product people on the, the podcast before, and that's something that they crave is, you know, customer feedback and, and that type of qualitative information to base decisions around. So Yeah, and there's some times where they'll, they'll call in and they'll be like, I wish you guys could do this, or I wish we could do this in the program, and a lot of times we can do it. It's just you know, maybe an accommodation that we need to work through or talk through exactly what they're wanting uh, and try to come up with the best possible solution for that time. Is that hard to do, um, like, through chat? Like you mentioned, you have emails, chat, and, mm -hmm. and phone call. I can imagine it's a lot easier to explain something on the phone. It is easier to explain something on the phone. Um, I would say the benefits of chat is that you can type out steps and they can go back and reference those. Ooh, yeah. We can also provide screenshots over chat. So um, over the phone, it's easy to really hear where they are in the program and walk through that one-on-one. -on -one. But at the same time, for the most part, we don't set up a ton of screen shares, so we can't always see where they are. I'm just curious on when we implemented chat, we've had it for a while, but mm -hmm. we've our new partner has got a lot more capabilities on mobile now. Yep. Did that impact the call volume at all? Like did chat 
alleviate any of the inbound calls or is it just continue to grow on, on both fronts? It's continued to grow on yeah. both fronts. Yeah. I was going to say it's a little bit hard to tell just because our client base is growing, our volume's yeah. growing and yeah, they're pretty even for the most part. Yeah, for sure. I just, it's interesting as like companies like Builder Trend that offer, you know, customer success teams and support, they have different kind of like uh, strategies of how they approach customers. And a lot of people try to use chat to like alleviate the call volume. But, you know, I think our industry is unique to where they're just used to like getting on their phones and calling. And so it's popular. It's interesting. Like on my onsite days, people in the office are like, I use the chat all the time. (laughs) And then like people in the field would be like, I I just call in. Um, but it's great. We offer both. It is great. And with our chat, we do have some bots that are presented when they first start chatting with us. So sometimes they don't even need to get to a live representative. Sometimes they can get their questions answered ahead of time. Um, but I think a lot of times when customers call in and they find how quickly we answer the phone and how helpful our team is, like they're not afraid to call back and that's, that's perfectly fine. Like that's what we're here for. Yeah. I love, I love hearing stories of like people who call in or like have a relationship with the, yeah. with the agent, you know, the, that they're like, I want to talk to Tyler because right. I know Tyler. It's like, they, it's great. Even though they're technically not like an account rep, they kind of start to develop these relationships, which is, is my favorite part about our customer base. Yeah, we even get that on chat. We'll get really? people who will chat that person and say, I'm so glad I got you or even leave reviews saying, you know, every time I talk to so-and-so it's such a great experience. So yeah, yeah, awesome. they do form those relationships. I love it. I, uh, I'm not embarrassed to admit that I've used the chat feature in program a couple times <laughs> just oh, for the bot. Have you really? Yeah. Cause I, I'm obviously, I don't have a ton of experience in CS or yeah. product. So it's sometimes it's hard for me to figure out how to do things in the program. And it's super easy as I type in change orders and the bot like immediately pops up like articles about yep. how to submit them and things like that. Can we get chat on like your Tableau reports, you know, just have like Ooh. you there to like troubleshoot, Why isn't, you know, help, help Mitch out a little bit. That would be kind of big time for our team to have some, <laughs> some aspect of support. Charlie would never get back to us. Yeah, emails. exactly. Yeah. You just, you just set up a bunch of bots so you don't have to talk to us. That would be ideal. <laughs> the less time with Zach, the better. <laughs> Uh, so what do you, obviously you guys are doing a ton, you're answering a ton of phone calls, you're helping a ton of people out. You'd mentioned, you know, the, the CSAT score, what are some other kind of like measurements of success or how do you define success for your team? Yeah, a couple different ways. Um, as far as metric CSAT, which is customer satisfaction and those ratings all come from the support that we're providing on chat. So again, they want to provide the best customer support. They want to get you an answer. Um, And we also work off of answer rate, which is our other main metric. So of the amount of phone calls that come in, how many of those are we answering? Again, that's right around 97%. Um, Last month, we actually hit a 99% CSAT score, which was a record-breaking CSAT for our team. That's Um, across the board, right? That's across the board, yep, as an entire team. Wow. Um, You know, some other things that we're working on is not necessarily that we really measure, but we have our QA team in CSS that's monitoring calls and chats. And um, not only are they looking out for where we can improve on knowledge, but they're also looking for process improvements as well. Um, They'll also work with our quality control team who will then take that continued education on making sure that our team is up to date on all new releases, um, going over even past information that our team has learned just to keep everything fresh in their mind. Um, and that in turn helps our CSAT and answer rate. Amazing. Well, you guys just won your third consecutive Stevie award, which is a, a national award recognizing extraordinary customer service. I'll leave you the final word before we, you know, close it out. What do you think is the, the separating factor for builder trends, customer support? You know, obviously we, we get the accolades, but like what, what, 
pushes us even further than, than people even probably realize? I would honestly say just plain and simple, we care. Um, I think it's easy to get frustrated when you don't know the answer and when you're trying to provide the best customer support to our customers, you want to know your stuff. So our team cares enough to continue to expand on their knowledge, um, staying up to date on new releases, making sure that they are showing empathy and providing positive attitudes when talking to customers. Um, you know, there could be difficult conversations that you have to have and you need to move on to the next call with a fresh attitude. Um, and we really care about making people's days and helping improve their businesses and um, getting questions answered as quickly as possible. I think it's also huge that customer support, the whole team just cares about each other. Um, and kind of like I alluded to earlier, they are helping each other. They want each other to hit their goals. They want each other to provide the best possible support. Um, and so they're really there for each other. And I think that's what makes us really special. And the awards speak for themselves. I mean, back to back to back. <laughs> yes, that's, that's huge. Ninety-nine, yeah, 99% CSCAD. I mean, the list goes on and on. You've clearly built a very, very successful team and a very, very integral part to our customer success Thank department you. and Builder Trend as a whole. Thank you. Yeah, Taylor, thanks for joining us on the Building Co. It was great to have you. Thanks for having me. If you ever Appreciate want to come it. back, we'd love to have All you. All right, Repeat good. guests are the best, for sure. <laughs> Thank you, it, it, you, get, you know, it's always the first one that's the hardest, and then from there, it's like... I'll just have them on all the time. Like everybody's <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll just be a host. We're like, great. Come on, I love the more the merrier. Say third host. We're gonna have like, we're gonna have like a council of hosts. You I, know, I love that idea. Like Katie Brown will be here. Taylor will be here. We'll get Marge on. I'll be here. No, you'll be back no. to your desk. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie. <laughs> um, for the listeners, make sure to check us out next week. We do have a repeat guest, uh, Russ Stevens, That's right. uh, who is the co-founder of the Association of Professional Builders. We had him on uh, 10 to 15 episodes. They just released their brand new uh, State of Residential Construction report. Uh, it is gold. There are lots of data in there. So if you're a data nerd, nerd like Charlie's me, eyes just lit up. Check it out. Um, and be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Otherwise, I think that does it for another episode of The Building Code. I'm Charlie Burtwistle. I'm Zach Vitovich. See you next time.